Welcome from God's Acre to our Monday morning message, a podcast of the Congregational Church of New Canaan, offered by the Reverend Dr. Stephen Chapin Garner. So there's this interesting exchange between the disciples of John the Baptist, who is Jesus' cousin, you may remember, and Jesus around the question of fasting. And in the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, it says, then, then the disciples of John came to Jesus saying, why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, wedding guests cannot mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them, can they? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one sews, and this is interesting, he says, no one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth onto an old cloak, for the patch pulls away from the cloak and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins, otherwise the skins burst and the wine is spilled and the skins are destroyed. But new wine is put into fresh wineskins so that both are preserved. And that's interesting, so both are preserved. See, what's happening here is, is that people are noticing that something's different, perhaps even wrong. Uh, Jewish religious leaders fasted regularly as part of their spiritual discipline. The disciples of John the Baptist would fast often. But Jesus, who you remember had been a disciple of his cousin John, didn't seem to make fasting a priority for his own disciples. Now, this struck some as kind of a, a lack of religious rigor or discipline. However, just as the enjoyment of a meal on the Sabbath is a celebration of all that's good and sacred in the world, eating with Jesus was a joyous and sacred event. Uh, Jesus was ushering in this new chapter, a new chapter of faithfulness and devotion to God. And the good news of the kingdom of God was to be welcomed not by somber religious observance, but by joyous embrace. That's what Jesus was getting at. Now, not everyone was readily willing to join in the party. We, we know that from this text. There were concerns about Jesus's understanding and his application of the Jewish faith. Uh, people saw Jesus and noticed that he welcomed sinners as friends. Uh, Tax collectors were invited to dinner with Jesus, and they invited Jesus to dinner with them. The lost sheep of the house of Israel, as it was termed, were invited back into the family by Jesus. So the gospel of Jesus was indeed good news to many, but it it also was kind of off-putting to others. In fact, there was a belief among many in the religious establishment that Jesus's message and his seeming lack of religious rigor and regard for the law might actually be corrosive if not downright destructive to the Hebrew faith. So what we get with that whole unshrunk cloth piece and wineskin piece is that Jesus was responding to this idea that he was doing something new, uh, something that could be damaging if it wasn't understood or handled correctly. Now, what Jesus said is, just as one would not sew a piece of unshrunk cloth to a beloved old garment or put new wine into a well-aged wineskin, You needed to apply Jesus's teaching to the appropriate people and the right context for it to make sense, for it to actually fit. You know, if you read the stories of Jesus closely, you'll realize he wasn't really trying to change the Jewish faith. Not really. Jesus had little interest in challenging the religious observance of faithful Jews. If you were trying your best to be a good law-abiding Hebrew, Jesus had no argument with you. Jesus's focus was rather to find the lost and save the sinners and rescue the ailing in body, mind, and spirit. See, Jesus was intent on going after Jews who'd lost their way or Jews who'd been written off by their local synagogues and local synagogue leaders. 
Jesus, Jesus didn't want to mess with beloved old garments and trusty old wineskins. No, Jesus wanted all preserved. That's what he meant in his last uh, phrase. Jesus was doing something important and new. Jesus was adding, not taking away from his beloved faith tradition. Jesus was trying to expand the faith and the family and he and his followers and those blessed by his ministry felt that that was reason to celebrate, not a reason to fast. So you, you cannot fast. You just cannot uh, engage in somber religious observance when there is so very much to enjoy and celebrate. So the question I want you to wrestle with is, is do you feel resistant to that which is new? And, and think of an example and, and explain if you are or aren't. Let, let's pray together. Lord, we like to think that we can embrace change and that, and that which is new, but, but we tend to be most comfortable in our well-known patterns and rather set ways. Uh, that reality, Lord God, will make it hard for you to enter our lives and do something new with us and, and within us. We don't want to miss out on the joy of your presence in our life. We do not want to be resistant to the work you want us to engage in. We want to be free to move when you say follow. We want to be free to celebrate when you say enjoy. For this, Lord God, we're going to need your continual assistance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. To learn more about the Congregational Church of New Canaan and to connect with the messages and the ministries of our church, visit us at www.godsacre.org. God bless you, and have a wonderful week.